Hi, everybody. I'm Steve Goldstein, and thank you so much for taking the time here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. We are presented by SIDES, which is a foundation helping children and family in the battle against pediatric cancer. You know, I know David Lister personally. He puts in so much of his time, energy, and effort to help so many that need it. SIDES helps to fund and fight children's cancer. You can find Dave Lister on how you can contribute and help out and donate on Facebook and on LinkedIn. And brought to you by Ken Marr. His bottom line is Ken, a personal friend of mine, been with the podcast since the beginning. He's just one of the best people I know. That's the bottom line. He's now a senior vice president at JLL, a Fortune 500 company. Ken specializes in industrial properties. Four decades in the business, so we appreciate his support here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Let's get right to this episode. Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the podcast. Uh, Appreciate your listening, subscribing. Spread the word, leave your reviews, good or bad. Uh, The Panthers have a rare, especially this year for them, three-day break this week. In fact, they only play two games over the next nine days. Um, But Friday night, it's a huge swing game against Buffalo. You know, these teams that the Panthers are battling with, there are six of them uh, for basically two spots. Some would say they expect Sidney Crosby and the Penguins to definitely grab a spot, which would leave five spots for one team. The bottom line is half the teams the Panthers are battling with have played a lot less games. In some cases, as many as five. So, you know, the margin for error is thin. We've talked here on the podcast about what it'll take. I think 98 is a good number. It's an average number of the last number of seasons in the league, especially if you project out uh, the shortened season due to COVID. And, um, you know, to get to 98, the record now is 17-5. and five. Difficult, yes doable for sure we've been saying that all along these are three huge games the next three the two leading up to the trade deadline and getting us to march and then the march first home game against nashville if the panthers are going to make it you've got to beat teams like buffalo and nashville at home they lost on the road to nashville they've beaten buffalo both times this year on the road that's a head-to-head game and in between a game in tampa and i look at that game as a makeup win because last road trip the panthers went 500 and really could have, and with a better effort and a better game and better goaltending, should have won either the Blues or the Predators game, particularly the Nashville game. You know, the St. Louis game, you can make the case. Again, I think it's a factor. I often think it's overblown, but they did have a very difficult game against Minnesota, which they won in a shootout as a playoff-style game. They play a heavy style of hockey. Uh, Spencer Knight started that game, was a second of back-to-backs. But on Saturday in Nashville, there was no excuse. And they just got beat and beat bad. So if you win that game in Tampa, that's kind of like a makeup game for one of those two. And if they can head into March with 20 games to go and 13 of them are at home and you got to go 15 and five, you know, it's playoff hockey now. And I, and I do believe it is doable for this team. And obviously health will be a big key. And that's really the big focus of the podcast today. If Anthony Duclair and Sam Bennett do come back for Friday's game against Buffalo and everybody else is healthy, which not sure because Eric Stahl left the game against Anaheim, Giovanni Smith left the game, Um, but particularly with Stahl. You know, if Duclair and Bennett come back, I expect the Barkoff line to stay where it is. That doesn't mean at times if one of his wingers isn't doing as well as they think they should, that a guy like Duclair couldn't slide up. But 
it seems pretty safe bet that Barkov, Lundell, and Reinhardt stay together. Um, Kachuk, Bennett, Verhage back together. And then it gets intriguing for me because I think two of the players that have been emerging this year for the Panthers are Etu Losterinen and Ryan Lomberg. And a lot of that comes with experience now. Neither one of them had played a lot in the NHL. Um, you know, this is Losterinen's really his second full year. Same with Lomberg. And these guys have really emerged. And Lomberg, you know, with his speed and Losterinen with his overall game um, have been a factor. And suddenly, if they're on a third line and you throw Anthony Duclair on the other side, that is an intriguing line. You've got some bite. Lomberg's got a lot of it. Losterinen has it as well. You've got speed. Lomberg has a lot of it. Duclair's got a ton of it. And then you've got the guy that plays the 200-foot game and can do it at both ends and really and is really engaged right now, and that's Etsu Losterinen. And remember, that line matches up against other teams' third lines in many cases and other teams' fifth and sixth defense because you've got to handle Barkov and Kachuk and Verhage with your top lines and your top 4D. And if teams decide, and the good teams have this, you know, they could go a third or a fourth line trying to, you know, hold their own defensively against the Barkov line or the Bennett line. Well, you know, because you, you want to use one of your better lines maybe against this potentially intriguing Lomberg, Losterin, and Duclair line, um, you know, suddenly Barkov or Kachuk are, are going to face some, some bottom six forwards. So I think it just changes the entire dynamic of this team if everybody is healthy. And then Eric Stahl, we all know what he's done the last three months. He's been amazing. I mean, if you would have said he'd have double-digit goals for a full season, you would have taken He's got 11 goals now in 50 games played. Amazing what he's done. And a lot of these games over the last few weeks, it's been Stahl, Cousins, and Lomberg that have been the Panthers' most effective lines. And they've turned games around, and they spend time in the offensive zone, and they're relentless. So if you've got Stahl, hopefully healthy, with Cousins, and they're now on a fourth line matching up. Again, the matchups are such a big key. You know, they did well as a third line, but suddenly you're matching them up against another team's fourth line. Uh, you got to like that matchup with whoever goes, you know, on that other wing. Uh, Giovanni Smith brings, you know, a certain element to the table, but they've got a number of guys that can rotate in that spot. So I think it's very intriguing if if it is all systems go and everybody's healthy for this team um, moving forward. And we'll start finding out Friday night against Buffalo. So, you know, a lot of winning they've got to do. Uh, they're four and three in their last seven. Obviously, that's not going to be good enough. I think there were a couple of games in there. Particularly, I look at the Colorado game. I look at the Nashville game, where, you know, th those were games you got to get some points out of it, and they were unable to. Then you look at some other games. Minnesota, great job grinding that thing out. Bobrovsky was amazing in overtime. That save on Spurgeon with 12 seconds left, and then you win the shootout. Uh, you found a way against Anaheim, a team you should beat. But, hey, the, the goaltender was playing well, Gibson. And the Panthers, you know, never got frustrated. They kept on coming. And at this time of year, really any time of year, nobody cares how you win. Just get the two points. And they found a way to get it done. So, uh, as I've said for about a month now, you don't have to wait till April for the Stanley Cup playoffs. The Panthers are playing playoff-style hockey now. And for the most part, they brought real good efforts. 
every single night. And again, if they can get these guys back healthy, everybody else slots in where they should be. And it's going to be real intriguing to see how, you know, this all balances out. Because if you've got that third line and they're going well, you also get an opportunity. And they do a good job. Palmer's done a good job of not overplaying, you know, some players like Barkov. But you have a real opportunity in some games to get not only some favorable matchups, but also some minutes to really be on your side. Again, that doesn't mean much over the next week and a half because the games are so spaced out. Three days off before Buffalo, two days off before Tampa, then a day off before the next two games, you know, in between. So, and they're home. I mean, they're leaving the state once and Tampa's a quick 40-minute plane ride. So they're getting payback now, eight of the next nine at home. Uh, they're getting payback for all of those crazy road trips. And hey, look, they put themselves in a tough spot, but they battle their way back. One thing you got to say about this team, the character, the fight, it, it is always there. And the fact they've come back from 11 points down to basically in a spot, I mean, games remaining notwithstanding, um, you know, six and a half weeks later is really a testament to uh, the fortitude they've had. And, and, and they played some real good hockey and real intense hockey. So... Hopefully they get to 100% for the final 22, 20 games of the season. And it's all systems go. And again, uh, the depth of this team, you know, could, could potentially look a heck of a lot better here down the stretch. All right. Thanks a lot for listening to the podcast. Again, a reminder, we appreciate your time. Our producer is Brett Markowitz. Please take a moment to listen uh, to messages from our great sponsors, uh, great guys as well have always supported the podcast, both Ken Morris and Dave Lister. And we'll talk to you soon here on the Goldie on Ice podcast. Time to take a moment out to tell you about something very important, the fight against pediatric cancer. And we're doing that through SIDES, the SIDES Foundation. Sydney Lister at age 15 battled Ewing sarcoma and she beat it and she's doing great today. Out of that struggle came SIDES, a foundation formed to fight pediatric cancer to help fund children's cancer research and help South Florida families with kids fighting the disease. Dave Lister is Sid's dad. He's in charge of sides and does so much for those families. So I encourage you to help out. Check out sides on Facebook, their Facebook page, S-I-D-E-S. Everything is on there. Or you can also call this important number, 954-594-5763. That's 954 594-5763. Help us, help Dave Lister, and help everybody fight pediatric cancer and help out families that need it through the SIDES Foundation. Well, I want to tell you about Ken Morris because he's been 33-plus years in the business, a stand-up guy, and recently joined JLL as a senior vice president. Now, JLL is number 185 in the Fortune 500 list, and Ken specializes in industrial properties, warehouse and manufacturer. He handles complex transactions. And the bottom line is, and I know this about him, you're the most important asset. You know, he takes care of his clients. That's what really drives him and keeps him in the business. And he absolutely loves it. He works with Fortune 500 companies and startup companies as well. So any needs that you possibly have, I could tell you this, Ken Morris is the guy. And he's been nice enough to support this podcast right from the beginning. So He's also got a pretty keen eye. Give him a call, 954-240-4400. That's 954-240-4400 for Ken Morris.